Hey, everybody. Jacob Suntrum, managing editor of fearthefin.com with Marcus White, also staff writer at Fear the Fin. Uh, it's, uh, what day is it? We should uh, write it down. December 15th, 2016. Uh, what I hope is a historic day in, in Sharklandia. Timo Meyer just got called up, I think, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes ago. Uh, not not under great circumstances, as Logan Couture got injured last night, uh, thanks to a, a cross check to the back of the head, uh, courtesy of uh, uh, Mike Hoffman. Uh, but uh, we're going to focus on the the good news until we hear more about uh, Logan Couture. So uh, Meyer's been recalled. Mueller, Mirko Mueller's been sent down. The uh, we're pretty well. No, we're positive. The first ever Swiss for Swiss transaction in Sharks history. Uh, so Meyer will now join the Sharks. Uh, we believe, I mean, he'll be uh, in Montreal in time for their game tomorrow night at the Bell Center. And uh, my assumption is that he'll be inserted into the lineup. Um, the Sharks only have, you know, at this point, uh, assuming he's there, we'll have 13 forwards. Um, and I assume that he'll get into the lineup. So, uh, Marcus, your thoughts on the recall? Initial thoughts. I, I wasn't surprised by the, the call-up were you. I know we kind of talked about it last night. Yeah, I wasn't really surprised uh, too much. The the calls have been there. He's been playing well enough, but uh, also I think it, it just it makes a certain amount of sense from a you know a loss of scoring perspective with Logan Couture out. Um, I'm kind of wondering what the repercussions are uh, based on DeBoer's history. I'd guess that Patrick Marlowe is going to move back to center, and maybe they give Timo Meyer a shot with uh, the Joes, but. I, I think the smart move would, to, would be to play Joe Pavelski at center. We haven't really seen that a lot um, with the Sharks um, under DeBoer. But, you know, he was very good there, uh, you know, as recently as, as 2013-14 uh, before he kind of started to move to the wing a little more permanently. Uh, I, I think they should at least explore that option in Couture's absence, depending on how long he's out. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think Meyer's going to get an opportunity – uh, he's going to get a top six opportunity. I don't think they recall him unless that's going to happen. Um, if if they weren't going to give Meyer a top six opportunity, I, I think they probably would have recalled, you know, Danny O'Regan or Ryan Carpenter to fill in uh, at center. But I think they, you know, the Sharks feel that their best option is to to go with the litany of centers they have on the NHL roster that currently aren't playing center to play center. I think, you know, if Marlowe or Pavelski play center, half of their lines are going to be centered by guys who did not start the year uh, at that position. So with Tommy Wingle centering the fourth line. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what, how the dominoes fall. But, you know, very excited to see, uh, to see how Meyer does in the NHL. There's been a lot of hype. He's probably one of the most hyped uh, Sharks draft picks in recent memory. So it'll be, it'll be nice to see him in his first real test here. Yeah, it is kind of interesting that we talked about in the past that he's probably the most hyped uh, Sharks prospect since Logan Couture, and now he's the guy that, that he's coming in to replace. Yep. Um, and I think that you're right that it makes sense to put him in the top six, and I also agree. As as someone who, uh, you know, one of the first Sharks Hills I died on as a blogger was the keep Joe Pavelski as a, as a third-line center. That was probably my first – the first hill I officially died on. <laughs> Uh, and so I think that now putting him as the second line center makes the most sense because I think uh, keeping Marlowe on that top line has just been so good for him. He's really looked uh, like his old self again since he's been back up there. Yeah. There. 
Burton as his as his center has really kind of revitalized him. And I think putting Meyer up there is kind of well, that's what's made sense since the beginning. That's what, when we came into the season. That's what we were talking about. You know, Meyer up there on that top line with uh, originally with the Joes, but I think. Uh, Pavelski has that ability to play center that Marlowe doesn't really have anymore. And so I think putting, giving Pavelski at least a chance, hey, listen, if it doesn't work, then try something else. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you don't well, put Pavelski uh, in that second line center spot, you know, maybe put uh, Don Scoy and uh, Ward up uh, with him or, you know, LeBanc, whatever, you know, uh, mix it up. Get, uh, you know, you've got a whole, whole lot of options uh, to go with there. You can put, you know, and it's the third line center, and you can put Wingles in as the fourth line center if you want. That's you know, like I said, lot 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 of uh, different options, and you can keep Carlson down at the fourth line. Um, you know, I, I I think that the Sharks have the kind, and like you said, the Doug Wilson spent so much time drafting centers to play wingers that they have almost exclusively centers. It's actually yeah. Uh, Weird now that when I go through, uh, there was a time in the past when when I would type up the Sharks' project, projected lines, I wouldn't even bother thinking about, oh, is this guy a left winger or a right winger? Because it didn't even matter in my head because, like, I don't know, they're all centers. Who cares? I just yeah. put them wherever they go. But now I actually have to think about it because they actually have wingers now. Yeah. Um, different look for, for this Sharks team. Uh, as such, you know, uh, it's, I think they still have enough centers that, you know, yeah, okay, let's play some guys at center that aren't playing center right now. Uh, and I think that while this is definitely going to be a much, much worse Sharks team than if they had uh, Logan Couture and Tomas Hurdle, it's still a team that can uh, survive at least for a little bit, uh, hopefully not for, for too, too long. Um, I think the big question is, though, uh, Assuming that Logan Couture is now for too long, what do they do when he comes back? Yeah, that, I think and that's... I, I, and I honestly don't know what the answer to that is um, because there's going to be some cap questions uh, yeah. once he comes back, and I don't know what the answer to, the answer to that is. Um, it's not like uh, they're saving any cap money with him gone right now. He's not on long-term right. IR. Um, they, they, it's, it's more of a kind of a, a, a... Not even a roster spot, obviously, either. It's more... Uh, a lineup spot question. So, I mean, is whose who's spot is Timo Meyer permanently displacing here? Uh, is Michael, Michael Haley toast, Tommy Wingles, Matt Nieto? Yeah. Uh, Eunice Donskoy got benched last night, and yep. it was not immediately clear if that was a healthy scratch or an injury thing. Uh, I, be, I assume mostly because of the Couture injury rest at all. I mean, I didn't spend any time on it, again, because there were bigger fish to fry. Um, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but, uh, you know, it's too bad that Donskoy hasn't scored a lot this year. But under no circumstance should Eunice Donskoy be healthy scratched for Michael Haley. Yeah, that, no, I... I, I, uh, if, If you believe something other than that, you probably should not be a head coach in the National Hockey League. Or league uh peewee hockey league um, a rec hockey league i, I mean let's just something going on behind a, closed uh, doors right i think this was absolutely a hey let's let's give him a, a kick in the pants kind of thing i you know i this was not this is you know they always talk about the you know see the game from above like see if that helps you know like you said donsquay hasn't scored i think he's played well like i think he's been you could put him on any line, and he's played well there. Yes, the puck's not going in the net, but it's no. the Mikhail Bodker. It's the same thing. Yeah, Bodker's not scoring. 
Joel Ward isn't scoring. They're not going to scratch Ward. Nobody is scoring. Literally, no one yeah. is scoring. The Sharks are not scoring. It, Why isn't Joe like Thornton sitting in, uh, in up above? I, I don't get it. Why hasn't Joe Thornton yeah. been benched yet? Right. I mean, why yeah, not? No, and I just wonder why hasn't he been benched yet? Yeah. Um, I, you know, Patrick Marlowe, why haven't we benched any, him yet? Right. I didn't see any reports about Don Scoy, if he was hurt or not. I, As soon as I saw that he was out of the lineup, I assumed it was a healthy scratch because he isn't scoring. Um, which, you know, they got the win last night, but long-term you can't sustain that. Uh, and as for what happens with Meyer, I think it's really going to depend on how well he plays when he's up. I mean, if he's, you know, if he plays like Kevin LeBanks played, you know, and DeBoer said it's hard to keep Kevin LeBanc out of the lineup because he's played so well, um, then he probably displaces someone. If I had to guess who, uh, you know, you know, I'd, I'd say maybe based on the last two games, maybe Michael Haley. I think Matt Nieto's played really well, and he's he's kind of reestablished himself. It seems himself. like uh, Matt Nieto has played himself back into the lineup a little bit, huh? Yeah, and I and I, but I think they, uh, you know, there's without hurdle, they're still in a spot where I think they can keep everybody, um, and they'll keep Haley yeah, as the extra. They'll keep Haley as the extra forward. The question becomes, what happens when Hurdle comes back, and you know he's still weak to weak according to DeBoer. And we don't know when he's going to return. Um, you know, I if I had to guess, and this is just completely amateur speculation, I have no idea the nature of the injury. I'm guessing they're targeting either just before or just after the All Star break. Um, that just seems like a pretty reasonable, like, you know, if he's week to week, that seems like a pretty reasonable uh, stretch. Which is the most hockey description of an injury of all time. Yeah. Week to week is yeah. not a thing. You cannot that that. That's not a. Th- we'll see how he feels thing. this week. Hey, how do you feel? Oh, I'm okay. All right, he's good this week. So he's oh, okay. We'll check it in a couple of weeks. We'll see how it goes. No, nobody with a medical degree is like I don't know. Right. We'll give it a few weeks. We'll just nah. They well, we'll just knock on the knee and see how it. Let's. How's the knee feeling, Tommy? How you? How's your knee doing? I don't know, Doc. It's kind of sore today. Well, uh, we'll check in a couple of weeks. See how your knee's doing. The uh, the lack of incredible. the lack of. Um, the lack of transparency, transparency. is is, uh, is a yeah. is an issue, uh, for sure. So yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna depend on how quickly Meyer hits the ground skating, um, to up with the to the team. It seems like he's gonna get an opportunity to, and um, I'd I'd imagine they still keep him up. I mean, especially now that Mueller, Mueller's down, even you know if uh, unless the cap savings are like that big, uh, when Couture comes back, I'd imagine they're gonna keep. Uh, they're going to keep him up. They're going to keep um, Meyer up because they, I mean, they've carried 13 forwards all year. So I, I can't see them going back down to 12. Uh, whether or not he displaces anyone in the lineup, we'll know, we'll know better on Friday when he gets his first game action. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the, the if, uh, he, if he stays up, he's going to play. They're not going to keep him up and then scratch right. him. There's, there's no yeah. reason to do that. Uh, I mean, I should say they, he will not miss any Barracuda games. No, that's, I don't that, think so. That, that's pointless. Um, he's shown he's already shown he's too good to be playing with the Barracuda, um, or at least good enough to force himself here. Of course, so has um, been, and that doesn't seem to matter. So you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that this, and this so it's entire call up and LeBanc call up and who's gotten a call up before him? I think that shows where Goldobin is, is on the organizational depth chart. Um, yeah. You know, that being said, if another winger goes down, like 
are you really going to call up, you know, Danny O'Regan or Ryan Carpenter? Or are you going to call up someone who can put the puck in the back of the net like Nico Weigel or someone with off, strong offensive instincts like Nico Weigel Dobin? Uh, you know, and that's that's speculative. More character. Somebody, somebody who knows how to win. Nope, <laughs> sorry. Hey, Carpenter, Carpenter wasn't bad, and O'Regan only played, you know, uh, four and a half listen, minutes. It's fine. It's just that the Sharks have the fourth best defense in the NHL. They don't need another fucking player that I, can play in their own end. They need a player who can put the stupid vulcanized piece of rubber into the yeah, stupid net. I agree. I mean, they can't score. Yeah, when you're so not scoring the tiny Russian guy that can put the stupid rubber into the stupid net. Right, right. It's, I mean, it's not Rock Bank is like fifth on the team in goals this season. And that, that, that just shows that should tell you something. Yeah, the struggles they've had at even child is scoring. Okay, maybe the Russian child can score. <laughs> they don't need another guy that can only play defense. They don't yeah. need another one of those. They have right. currently only those guys. Yeah, no, it's true. That, yep, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, if, if the score... Well, I think what you're pretty- seeing, though, the, the problem is, is that it's what you're seeing is the deborifying of the team, right? And it's like, it's, it, to a degree, it's fine because it's good to have a team that is defensively sound. But right. Pete DeBoer, boring because he's play. They play defensively to a fault. That's yeah. how they were in New Jersey. That's how they managed to drag a shitty to a Stanley Cup final. Right. That's, that's what they do, you yeah. know? And, and you know, to their credit, that's how this team, despite their injuries, has managed to kind of drag itself through a big scoring slump. That's a good thing. The, the yeah. problem is, is that a lot of the times it means that they don't value players uh, who can really score highly enough. Yeah. And it's not just a Pete DeBoer problem. It's, that's an NHL problem as a whole. The league as a whole does not value scoring enough. And I don't just mean that as a problem that, um, it's not just like you know a money ball problem where they're letting good players go to the wayside. Right. What I mean is just from a fan perspective, they're making their game less entertaining to watch. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's. You know? I think that that's 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 bad, and that's a poor decision. No, that's fair, and I I think you know, listen, I if the if the struggles to score continue, like there's like even with Meyer in the lineup, I you know. You, you drafted Goldobin in the first round. Yes, it was before you hired Pete DeBoer, but you ob- the organization obviously thought highly enough of him that he would be able to contribute at the NHL level. Um, and if we'll see. You know, if they, if they struggle to score, I think you're going to hear the calls to call him up get a lot louder. I think, they're, I think he's kind of, you know, I don't want to say falling below the wayside, but I think the, the Meyer hype has been – a little better, a little bigger, but you know, the Sharks knew when they drafted Goldobin that he was a, a bit of a project defensively. Uh, it, it seems in reading that he's improved a bit in that regard uh, in the AHL. Um, I haven't watched, so I'm... I've heard said pretty, uh, pretty nice, good things about him too, which I think says something. And I, I think that the Sharks va- value that. Oh, I mean, they I, definitely you know, do. Yeah. I'm not in that room. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, if... if I think, you know, Saunders You'd like to think them. that they care what their AHL coach thinks, right. obviously. He sees, he sees them every day, and I, I think, you know, he, they coach the same system with the Barracuda that they right. do with the Sharks. So if, if he's saying he's improved, then, um, you know, then you got you to take him at his word. Uh, so, but it's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm excited to see 
what Timo can do. I'm excited to see if it, it gives them a little bit of a, a little bit more scoring pop because, you know, LeBanc has, has taken the bull by the horn, so to speak, and really established himself. And, you know, if, if Timo, if Timo can do that, it gives them good problems to have, you know, as, as coaches or general managers will say, they, they want to have to, you know, make the tough lineup decisions when a young player, you know, forces their way onto the team. So I'm excited to see uh, where he plays and who he plays with. I mean, he's probably going to play with Thornton, right? I think that's, uh, yeah, I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I can, I'm convincing myself that that's what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, too, what this has done with these injuries have given the Sharks is um, – what they've given Doug Wilson particularly is an easier time making some of these decisions come this upcoming offseason. Because I think yeah. we talked about this before the season, that there were going to be a lot of tough decisions this upcoming offseason that aren't looking very difficult anymore. Um, yeah. Maybe – it's not really a changing of the guard so much as it was kind of like, you know, a little transition period where there were going to be some young guys coming up and we weren't really going to be sure how those guys were going to fit in, who was going to be right. moving on, who wasn't. And now it's kind of like, hey, we know we can move on from Tommy Wingles. We know we can move on from Michael Haley. We know we can move on to Kevin LeBanc, to Timo Meyer. You know, we can give guys like Ryan Carpenter a longer look in training camp. We know yeah. – Danny O'Regan is a guy that maybe needs more time in the AHL. We know, you know, we're going to find out now so much about some of these guys that we thought we weren't going to know. You know, we, I kind of thought that, you know, okay, we were going to know about Meyer. Yeah, sure. I didn't really think we were going to know that much about the Kevin LeBanks of the world. No. Maybe late in the season, even then, maybe like a few games. And that was kind of it. We were going to find out next training camp and who knows. You know, yeah. we'll worry about that when we get there. But now it's like, well, we we know now. You know, we know who these guys are, at least to an extent. So I think not only are they getting really valuable, you know, experience now, uh, this is actually really valuable, you know, information for Doug Wilson as far as building next year's team, which I think not just bodes well for how the Sharks do during and, and obviously this postseason should they get there, but also next season and next postseason, which is really, I think, kind, kind of an exciting thing. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, um, you know, LeBanc, and it's still, it's still early, still a bit of a small sample size, but I think it's fair to say he's at worst played himself into a spot on next year's roster. Uh, I think, you know, next training camp, he's probably, you know, he could lose his, you know, if another young player comes up and takes his spot, he could lose it, but he's, a guy I think next year you pencil in and say, okay, we, we have him. We can, we don't have to worry of, you know, like you mentioned some of their UFAs uh, for next year. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, I think we, we knew they couldn't stay as healthy as they did last year. We knew that there were going to be, uh, you know, there were going to be more, more injuries. And I think there's, you know, they were other than the Couture injury last year, I, I don't really think they experienced too much injury drama. Well, I mean, even last year, though, they had Vlasic was hurt for at, at this exact, true. literally to, to on this day last year, Vlasic and Couture were both that's hurt. That's true. That's true. I I was I stand corrected. And, uh, there was a period where Martin was also hurt. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, this time last year, Vlasic and Couture were both hurt, and people were complaining that the Sharks didn't have enough depth. Yeah, I mean that be it night because they will people are going to complain that it's because the sharks aren't deep enough because again people are idiots you can't i mean That's you're going missing to happen. Right, 
you're missing right now your, yes, your second line center, your your, your most important forward Mark, in Tomas Hurdick and Mark. Yes. and well, Vlasic's back, yes. but you're missing like those are probably your two. And Vlasic didn't play great last night because he was clearly still kind of working his way back right. from from injury. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I, I, you know, this is this could be a lead period, but um, you know, I think I think Pete DeBoer deserves some props for sure. I think Wilson oh, deserves some props for how they've yep. done in Hurdle's absence. Um, I'm amazed that they've gone to first place in the division without him. I mean, we saw, you know, I mean, different. it was a different team, of course, but in 2013-14 when Hurdle missed a lot of time, you know, the Sharks started off like gangbusters and then they really struggled uh, without him. And that was just when he was playing on the top line uh, as a winger, not as, you know, a, a center that, you know, kind of, completely changes the complex complexion of their lineup. Uh, you know, it's a credit to DeBoer for managing it. It's a, a credit to Chris Tierney for stepping up in, um, in hurdles absence. Yes, he's been, absolutely. He's been really good. I think that that assist he had against the Maple Leafs uh, to Braun was just, you know, we talked about his offensive instincts. Um, the goal, that goal he had last, last night, night. was uh, terrific. Yeah, he's, he's a, uh, he's, I think he's, you know, he's starting to like, you know, cause he was, he was pretty good last year. Rookie year had some struggles. He's really starting to establish himself. Uh, Playmaker. He's not great, really. He's not great at anything else. He's above average as a playmaker, and he's fine at pretty much everything else. Yeah, and that's. Uh, but he's really not screwed up at anything else, which is good. As a third line center, you know, if, if you could. That's what he needs to be, basically. Yeah. And if right. Can, exactly. Just, just, can... just go out there. It's kind of like. Um, you know, uh, it's like go out there, don't don't fuck anything up, kid. Yeah. All right, just just you got it. All right, and don't screw up. His offensive instincts are good enough where you know you. Oh put, yeah, you'll take that upside all day. You put it with some good, especially players. on this team. Yeah, I mean, you know, playing with Bodker and LeBanc last night, he he looked really good, and you know, who again both have looked. I just both of them look like they should have. I mean, LeBanc has gotten some goals. Uh, yeah. Mikel Bodker feels like he should have double-digit oh, yeah. goals. The last, the last two games, man. I just, oh man, my heart breaks for that guy. Just, just against Ottawa, he he looked literally like a man possessed. Yeah, I think just, the last two. He looked incredible. The last two games, he played really well. I mean, against uh, Toronto, I'm sorry, is the game I yeah. meant in particular. He looked good in, yesterday too, in fairness, but Toronto especially just looked fabulous. That piece you uh you wrote the other day about um his expected goals for being the highest of his career. I was shocked uh, to read that. Uh, but at the same time, it wasn't too surprised. I think he's played really well. He's just been like really, just, really unlucky. Um, and uh, th- that's the amazing thing. They have a lot of guys who aren't scoring, but they're so good defensive. They've been so good defensively. And, you know, I, it really, you know, we've seen so many teams. It starts on the blue line. So many great teams that have won or have made it gone deep have, such good blue lines and i think you know chicago uh, la are being two you know are the mini yeah. dynasties where both start there yeah absolutely and you know last year during the last two years in the east they haven't won but Tam- you think about tampa they have a great blue line and they've you know got got on deep runs um it's it's nice it's good that the sharks have that defensive depth because i think that's really helped offset uh these injuries because in previous years when they've gone through these injuries they didn't have the same uh, depth on defense, and I think that's what really uh, hurt the team. But you know, when you've got, I mean, your tops. I think their top six is probably the best in the league. I think it's hard to, it's hard I to argue. So too. 
hard to argue with that uh, at this point, you know, how well Brent Burns is playing. Uh, you know, I said before the show, uh, Brett Hedekin last night on the radio broadcast mentioned that Joe Thornton was telling reporters that Brent Burns is the best player in the league uh, right now. And, you know, if there's, there's, he's got some stiff competition with Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby and how well they've played. But, you know, Burns has been, has been pretty phenomenal this year. And, you know, I just, think right now, if you do, if you do Norris voting right now, Brent Burns wins. You think so? I, I think it's, I think it's him. him or I don't, I'm not saying he should win. I'm just saying that I think right. he wins right now. I he's, He's really, yeah. He's been very consistently good. Uh, Carlson's been great too. I mean that that assist Carlson had last night to to Dion Phaneuf. Very few players have the you know make that pass against the grain going down the right wing. Like very few players like have the instincts to make that pass. And you know he's hey, yeah. Very few people can make a pass that would allow Dion Phaneuf. That's a fair point. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know Dion could still do that. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I'm like, man, Dion Phaneuf had a... That was, a, that was an event. Like, holy God, Dion Phaneuf can move his hands fast enough to score still? Good he's, Lord. He's still, got a, he's still got a good shot. Then you, you look through passes yeah, that was, and you're like, oh, it's that was Carlson. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Burns, the first 12 games, it was the whole, oh, Shea Weber's better than P.K. Subban uh, narrative, which uh, I still that think was, that That was terrible. I still think that narrative could propel him to a Norris Trophy. I think uh, yeah. it's it's strong enough in the minds of some writers. Even though you you look at the numbers, like since the eleven game mark, as Dave Lozo wrote about, PK Subban's been much better. Um, you know, it's it's still too early to say. Oh, who you know? I mean, I, I don't think it's too early. I think no, it's you can, not. No, you can, it's it's the day of the trade, it was not too early. If you get younger. And you get, you know, if you get younger at that position and you get a better player, like you, you won the trade. Uh, and I think, <laughs> Hey, we got the better player. Oh, the younger. Yeah. Oh, you won the trade. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there you go. Sub- that was easy. Subban's played very well lately. And if, if Nashville can continue to climb up the standings, he's going to get some love, but I agree. I think right now the Norris front runner is, is Brent Burns for sure. He's been, He's, he's been the Sharks MVP this year, I think, for sure. Now, we haven't talked about him yet. Uh, I think, honestly, uh, we talked about Pete DeBoer, obviously, being a big reason the Sharks have kind of placed in the division. I think, personally, the biggest reason the Sharks have survived all this is Martin Jones. Um, yeah. You know, we early on, and the Sharks won in spite of him. Uh, they've won lately be- because of Martin Jones. He has been... Absolutely fabulous. Uh, his save percentage, I, I, have, I don't know what the exact number is now, but I know that it's just been absolutely ungodly over the past 10 games. Uh, he's made he's, – the Sharks have played in shootouts and back-to-back games. He stopped all seven shots that he's seen because the Sharks have only scored two goals in the shootout. Um, was, uh, you know, it, it doesn't help that uh, Ottawa decided to send uh, Chris Neal out in the shootout. It does help, but does it still count as the same? Neal made a nice move, though. That was I. That's, that trickery I was not expecting. The kickoff. No, 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 no. That's that's just that's just your brain playing tricks on you because you expected him to go out there and fall over. Well, yeah, exactly. If he lifts, I'm saying comparatively, it was a low bar, but if right, he lifts exactly. that puck. He scores on Jones. If he lifts the puck on that backhand, he scores. Right. Chris Neal can't. The only thing Chris Neal lifts his arms to do is punch. <laughs> that, 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 that board. Oh, by the way, 
that uh, the billboard Chris on Neal, the board uh, that face was really disturbing. Oh my god, that's terrible. And that that uh that dirty hit he put on Michael Haley last night. Like, what was that oh, about? Yeah. Goes out yeah. there and just dumps him. I'm like, yeah, that for yeah, you know, uh, uh, Michael Haley is a uh, you know as whatever a player as he can be at times, really good at drawing penalties. He is he's, probably the best player of the Sharks. He is I, elite at drawing penalties. You know, we, you know, we, I think he gets, you know, we, he's the 13th best forward on the team when the team is healthy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but, but I think, you know, yeah, I, I got to give I think number one drawing penalties. Yeah, give credit where credit's due. He's good at drawing penalties. And I, I think he's been, he's been pretty good this year. I think, you know, he hasn't been, Amazing, but you know that's that's another difference between this Sharks team and the Sharks team in previous years. You mentioned oh, Jones. How much better is he than Mike Brown? No, oh exactly. I mean, if, if Mike Brown's oh, the twelfth yeah. forward, you're not doing oh. this. You know, so. no. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I felt bad for him last night, man. That probably, yeah, that probably hurt a lot. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, that's Chris Neal's a, a big guy. Um, yeah, but yeah, Jones. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Jones, yeah, great. No, no, no. Please, yeah, no. The Jones um, Fest. I mean, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the shootouts. He, I was, you know, watching the watching the game with a friend of mine last night, and you know, J- Jones, he can have his weaknesses, but he's a pretty solid goalie when facing you know breakaways, and you know, I don't know about odd man situations, but you know, in a in a one on zero like situation against a shooter, like I'm I'm pretty confident in the shark in Jones's ability to stop the puck. I mean, he's been great in the shootout the last few games, but it feels like there's been a, maybe not an uptick, but you know, anecdotally, it feels like maybe they've seen a few more like uncontested looks and, you know, he's, he's, he stood tall. He stood tall every time. I think, you know, he does have certain weaknesses. Like we've talked about his, his lateral movement and, you know, kind of him moving over and sealing the post. I think you, you saw that when, uh, when Austin Matthews scored, yes, it was on the power play, but I think that one. Um, and then last night, you know, I don't really think, don't really think you can fault him uh, for any of the goals that he he gave up. Uh, trying to, I mean, that you know that that Fanuf shot, that's just you know, that's a great that pass. pass. Is so good, yeah. yeah. I mean, I and the the the, def- the defensive play on that was so terrible. I mean, Vlasic well, yeah. was like yeah. controller defected. Oh yeah, and then there was I mean, the, if you were. If you were going to fault someone, I mean the pass was so good though that I feel like it's foolhardy to. And the Kyle, the Kyle Turris one, the same so. thing. I think Kyle the D was just caught. The D's just caught, you know, p- watching the puck, and they're not playing the man. That was the, Turris... the was that the the fourth line goal where everyone was caught stand. That was the pass from behind the goal, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And everyone's like turning around, staring at the guy that literally can't score. Yeah. yeah they're all yeah, puck that's, watching. That's and Turris play. just sneaks Good in. Good work, door. guys. Yes. You know, he can't be Crosby. That's the only that can score from there. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, you know, the Bobby uh, Ryan goal was a nice. Uh, he can't score there. Idiots. So. I, uh, yeah. I will say, but, though, I, even though Jones has played very well, um, missed a bit of a missed opportunity for Aaron Dell to start that game last night. Um, you know, in the two games yeah. that Jones has started on back-to-backs, he's played very well in L.A., in Ottawa. But, um, you know, it, it, I it, I have to look at the numbers, but it feels like Alex Stalock started more at this point last year than uh, Aaron Dell has this year. Um, and that's, you know, I think Dell is better than Stalock. He might not be as good as James Reimer, but, um, you know, I, I think Dell's Dell's been good this year, and I, I wonder if, I, I wonder what it is if it's, you know, oh, it's early in the season. We can give 
and you know maybe we'll start to see Dell more after the All Star break or you know after you know when the schedule really starts to pick up and they just figure that it's early we're injured we need these wins but you know I I also wonder too is it you know is it a lack of confidence in Arundel? Is Doug Wilson going to have to go out at the trade deadline and get a goalie again like he did last that would be year? Such a waste of assets. I I agree. I I don't think they need it, but you know, I if if the coach doesn't have and this is this is speculative. I think, you know, DeBoer said that they're confident in Dell that they they feel like he can play, but I I think it all honestly speaks more to their confidence in in Jones. And I think that they, I just think they don't think that it matters playing him in a back to back. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, 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 you know, and maybe it doesn't, maybe for Jones, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Possible. I mean, by and large, I think it does matter. Um, and I, you know, but it is possible that there are goalies that it doesn't matter at all. I mean, you know, I don't know. He could, he, he did I play mean, very poorly in one of the back to backs. He's done it, I think, three times this year, right? Because he did yes. it against L.A. He did it. it won't, there was one he played really poorly, and I, I remember which one. But, you know, one play, it, it, it doesn't work like that, obviously. Playing very well in a back-to-back and then playing very poorly. It, that one game does not this, but I don't remember what it is. But one game right. doesn't prove or disprove a theory, obviously. No, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think um... – it's just kind of strange that they don't have, you know. I, it is strange. I'm more like confused by it than I actually care. Yeah, because I, mean, I think you know, Dell's whatever. played really well. I think it makes no his, sense. That was good. Wasn't great against Carolina, but you look at the goals he gave up. You know, a breakaway like that's you know when 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 Brent Burns tries to dive a diving poke check. You know, and Which, they probably as he want and, to do. They needed they needed him to make a lot more saves than Cam Ward needed to make. For the Hurricanes, he was under a lot more duress than Cam Ward was, and the Sharks got the win. So I, you know, I think, and I think Dell's, you know, he's up there in save percentage. You know, if, if you ex, if you have no minimums for for starts right. or minutes, uh, you can't he's, because he's played like four games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's really it's really strange, and I I wonder if the rubber's going to meet the road here at some point. If they're either going to you know get another backup goalie or if they're just going to started more because i i don't think you know how many games have they played so far uh 30 i don't think starting uh dell for 10 games out of 82 is a really good uh use of i i think there are very few goalies in the league that can play 70 plus games and i don't think any of them should jonathan quick does yeah there you go (laughs) but I mean, but Jonathan Quick does, and if they pick Jonathan Quick, they might do it. Yeah, I could, I could Honestly, see it. I, I think I've done that before. Yeah, I mean, even like even one. I'm not, I'm not saying that they should do it, but right, you know, no, I could see that. I mean, I, I think he's probably going to end up by the end of the year having, you know, I think Nabokov has the record for most starts in a season. I think he started like, I want to say he started like 75 games. In 07, yeah. 08. like I don't, I think Jones is gonna come in second this season. In that, I have to look up the record, but um, I think that's, that's a lot. I think he's yeah he's gonna he's gonna start a lot of games if this continues. They could give Troy Grossnick a look. He's been good. He's back from injury. Yeah, and has played very well. Yeah, and I, that's that's the you know I, it's nice that they have the depth, but it's like you know I think Dell's you know, 
he's fine. He's a good backup goalie. You could play him. I don't think they need to. That will be interesting. I mean, if they don't, you know, if, if Grostick continues to play well and they're not using Dell, I do wonder if that's something we could see. I hadn't even I hadn't even thought of that, but that's a that's an interest that's an intriguing, interesting possibility. I honestly have no idea, and I don't know why nobody's asking about it either. To be honest with you, uh, I don't know. Friend of the I block, think I, I think I, I, I know why no one's. I think it's because of how well Jones played in the postseason last year, and you know we I think there's a lot of stock that's put into that, and I think people think that that's that's his you know. That's, that's, that's his base. They think that's his baseline, but I I don't think that's his baseline. I think that's his peak. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh right. Oh okay. Right. <sighs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, so the Sharks play tomorrow night uh, or tomorrow afternoon, I guess. Uh, and then they are. Is that a Sunday game? I believe against. Yes, Sunday in Chicago. The- is that a night game or is that one of those matinee? That's a, it's a night. It's a four o'clock uh, Pacific start, I believe. Four four thirty. Okay. All right. So uh, then we'll probably do another one of these maybe on Monday once the uh, old Shrekarinos to the uh, you know Bay Area, the West Coast. Yeah, the best coast. <laughs> right. 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 They do have to come back to the Bay Area, right? I, did, I, did I make that up? They do. Yeah, they play the Flames yeah, no, on they, Tuesday. They, All right. no, Chicago gave the last game of their road trip, and then they right, have... Right, okay. Well, well, you didn't look at me, but you kind of looked towards the camera kind of funny, and then I felt like I said something... Uh, no, 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 not at all. Okay, okay so we're good. Okay. Whew. And then what, oh, right, then there's a little break for Christmas, and all right, wow, great, amazing. I can't wait. Uh, okay, great. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else to hit on? I think that's it. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, I mean, what they got? They're going to play Carey Price tomorrow, and then, you know, Corey Crawford's out, but Scott Darling has just decided to be the darling of NHL goaltenders in Crawford's absence. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, I just want to make the pot. Okay. <clears throat> I, I was going to ask what size you wanted your Timo Meyer jersey in for Christmas, but you're not getting one now. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so you can uh, follow this asshole on on Twitter at uh, – I don't even remember what your Twitter is. <laughs> at Marcus, at Marcus P. White. P. White. At Marcus P. White. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, was Marcus White taken? Yeah, I guess it was. It was probably a pretty common Yeah, one. no, I, I think it was. I, I was – before I had Marcus P. White, I had some, like, I didn't have my name as my tag, so I, right. You had some like a fourteen-year-old email yeah, address no, yeah, name. Yeah, no, yeah, that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, that's exactly right. It. Yeah, I was, no, no, I was, no, fine. I was thirteen in like nine months when I made my Twitter account. So right. that's exactly the app description. Oh my god, I'm gonna die soon. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jake Sundstrom because I was old enough to not want a thirteen-year-old's email address as my Twitter handle when I yes. got. <sighs> Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fear the Fin. Instagram at Fear dot the dot Fin. Which uh you know Please Please kill me I, soon. Highly questionable uh, is, uh, is checking out our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, they sure are. Uh, they should get an Instagram with uh it should just be uh a they poppy have one. picture a day. They have one. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's at they're at highly questionable. Uh, I don't think most I... of their pictures are poppy. Yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. I should follow that. Okay. I'll follow that from the Fear the Fin account. Yes. Uh, great. Okay. Well, then, uh, wow, there's still nine people watching this shit. That's God bless miraculous. you. God bless you. Ten now. Someone just joined. I'm so sorry. It's Tebow time. Oh, We're wow. excited. It is. That's what time it is. Uh, we should make T-shirts. Okay. Like oh, hey, Fear the Fin. Fear the Fit Nights on January 14th. If you haven't bought tickets yet, you should. Yes. You get to hang out with us. We're, there will be there will be beer. Uh, yes. Hopefully, God, the way this is going, hopefully something a lot stronger than that. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Later.